Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the football podcast. We don't quite have our full complement of hosts and all the people that do the football podcast, but we're all there in spirit. I'm sure you'll see what we mean as we get kicked off, especially if you watch it on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, you can subscribe, like, share and comment. But don't you worry, audio listeners, we haven't forgotten about you. You can also subscribe wherever you get in your podcasts. And it's awesome when you do. Anyway, let's get this one kicked off. That's right, it's CookieCast, the football podcast. Recording in progress. Start started recording the audio while I was still talking, so uh, audio listeners, <laughs> audio listeners will hear the end of the conversation where I'm like, "Let's get cracking, let's do it." Classic old school podcast. Let's get let's get it done. Um, well, would it be at that point where Ed would just go, and I'm going to give it one of them? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I feel like that's what's missing now. Quick, get get out on the phone. Get him on the uh, on the old video. What phone. we should. You know, you know, one of the one of the first things in like some of the earlier podcasts was that we we talked about the idea of getting a soundboard done, and I think if we could get Ed on that soundboard and give the public what they really want, which is Ed on every podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 not against this idea at all. <laughs> anyway, kids, Any ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Without waffling any further, welcome along to this week's instalment of previously untitled football podcast week, <laughs> where we will discuss last week's games, next week's games, anything that's happened in the world of football. Uh, there might be some pre-World Cup talk as it's been international week this week. So... Shall we start with last week's games? If, if you want, I mean... Is it, is it at this point where we need to say, strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen, this could take a while? So, as a man who, I mean, let's not beat around the bush, I don't know a lot about football. Uh, I used to, when I was, a, when I was a, a wee lad, I used to know a lot about football, and I mean... A lot, uh, but you know, things happen, things change, and now, uh, you know, I, I, I struggle with all of the the football news. So when we were doing last week's predictions, and I'm like, I don't know what you lot are on about. Like eight nil, I've gone, I've gone like, gone, you know, conservative. You know, I think I think I might have thrown out a two nil at one point. You know, or a one nil. So this evening, I sit down, I get the book, I get the, uh, get the electronic device, get BBC Sport up and running, and I'm like, what? Are these eyes playing up? Is it time to go to the opticians? I might be seeing double vision here. So, England versus Albania. 
Um, two things about this. I'll tell you what I put down as a score, just as a comparison. So I put 2-0 down. And the second is... Somebody's getting two points for the score. Let's put it that way. Paul is not waving for you YouTube watchers. Paul is giving the score in this game. For the audio listeners, Paul... Not only is Paul giving the score for this game, Paul is giving you the score for this game had the game finished at half-time. Yeah, all in the first half. 5-0 to England. 5-0. The most annoying thing about that was the fact that we I was out on Friday night whilst this game was taking place with, um, with a fellow football fan, Mr Richard Gore. Uh, and our exact conversation was... It's 5-0 at half-time. I bet it finishes 5-0. Or, or at best, 6-0. And we had a look, we had a quick, cheeky look at the odds. And for it to, for it to finish 5-0, I think it was 7-2 to half-time. 50p? Should have, had, should, have had a, should have had a cheeky nug on that, shouldn't we? So, you know, sadly, uh, sadly uh, it was not to be. However, the five, that's right, that's right, that's right count five England goals were scored by, in no particular order, but a very specifically particular order. Opening goal by Harry Maguire. We then had a first of the evening for Harry Kane. There was another international strike by Jordan Henderson. And then there were two more goals for Harry Kane to complete his hat-trick. We should, we should probably point out at this, this point for the YouTube viewers that are used to seeing the uh, Nottingham Forest contingent amongst us. There is absolutely no correlation between the fact that Jordan Henderson scored for England and Matt not being here. It is just coincidence. No, no. Any, I, I think it's almost a direct correlation. I, I believe he's not, on the, he's not on the podcast in protest about the fact that Jordan Henderson... Not only was picked for the England squad, but got a start in the England <laughs> squad. Absolutely disgraceful behaviour. You know what's weird is, I, I don't know if I'm remembering this rightly, but I think the last time that the Nottingham Forest correspondent wasn't here, something happened to the score. But we'll get to that shortly. It's correct. It was indeed 5-0. Uh, so, we know that this man right here, I'm like, 2-0, stop being silly. That's right. Um, I did get a point for 2-0. I also got a point because I was savvy enough to get Harry Kane's name on the list. Um... But I wasn't the only person, and because Harry Kane scored a lot of goals, um, Paul, point for the score, and two points for putting Harry Kane's name down twice. Stuart, point for the score. Um, you also put Harry Kane's name there, so uh, point for that. But there's one man who is not here 
to rejoice in the fact that not only did he put down a prediction of 5-0, getting two points, he got two points for putting Kane down twice, and then uh, there's this, this Henderson guy, this Henderson guy that I believe also scored, so that's another point. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Five points. He got as many points as England got goals. There you go. That's how it works. He, he was trying to load, line up his points with the score. He said he's savvy. He's savvy as that kid. He's been out celebrating since uh, Friday night. That's why. Again, tied up in one. He's 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 incorporated the five day hangover rule or something. <laughs> like that. So. If you thought England versus Albania was a goal fest, you're like San Marino versus England. It's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be an absolute, absolute bloodbath. It's going to be, you know, let's go crazy. Let's put down 8 0. That'll do it. Or 7 or 6 or 1. Or, you know, a score like that. Oh, there's a zero missing. That's what's wrong. Yeah. There we go, you see. Um, what you don't do is you don't put 10-0 down. Because that's a silly, 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 silly thing to do, isn't it? What was the score in this game? I did the first game, so I'll let, I'll let Stu drop the uh, drop the hammer on this one. Well, well San Marino definitely got no goals. England absolutely got 10 hit double figures for the first time in a competitive game, which is absolutely not competitive at all. They might as well have not bothered. In fact, San Marino would have been better not turning up for the game because they would have probably got given a lesser goal difference. Yeah, they'd have had a 3 nil loss, wouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. So, um, yeah, there was, there was a few goal scorers. I, I'm actually, when I read this out, I was... I was a little disappointed that I didn't pick an own goal because I thought, actually, yeah, why not? That would have been quite a good time to do it. So, there was an own goal by Fabry. And then there was another goal for Harry Maguire. Four for Harry Kane. Uh, one for Smith Rowe. One for Mings. One for Abraham. And one for Saka. At this point in time, when I was totting up the goal scorers... I was like, if I was known there was, if I'd have known somebody called Mings was playing, I'd have put him down for a good five. It's like with a name like that, he's got to be merciless when he plays, hasn't he? Oh, can I, at this point, can I point out there was also a goal scored by Jude Bellingham, which was very harshly chalked off for Tammy Abraham. Standing on one of the San Marino players. At this point, I'd just like to make that known for the record that I did have Jude Bellingham to score a goal. But did, but did mm. he actually though, Paul? Mm. I, it's one of those you can you can go after that, but you weren't the only person, and that would not change who who won the week. It would. Make it even more of a win for the week. Aye. So, so 
you know, you can have it if you want. I'll chalk it up, but I will have to, you know, oh. treat everybody fairly. Bye. Treat all podcast hosts fairly. So, um, as as we might have uh, mentioned, somebody went with a one nil or a nil one in actual fact. Um, but I had the the foresight to put down Saka to score that one goal. So two points. I'm happy. I got uh, two points per game. Four points for the week. Big wins all over here. It's better than nothing. Now, we all like to do the in no particular order joke. Um, but in a very specific order, which weirdly is actually in order on the book. Paul, you got a point for the score, but then you uh, you got a point for Abraham and a point for Smith. So uh, three points for you there, sir. Well done, well done. Well done. Stu, you got a point for the score. You went with Saka. Maguire and Abraham in your list of goal scorers of the six, well, five. So you get four points. We know how many I got, I got two. There's this guy, and although he's not here right now, He got a point for the score. He was the closest out of all of us with his eight goals. Um, he picked Saka and he picked Smith as two of his goal scorers. So that's three points. So not the highest out of that game, but obviously when you add that to his five other points uh, for the week, Paul and Stuart tied with six points apiece. I am dead last, as you'd expect, with four points, but romping his way to victory for the week. Give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for Matthew Moore with a clear victory of eight points for the week. Matt, well done to you, sir. Check is absolutely in the mail. It's just going to somebody else's address. For the gas. So there we go. Now then, what do you want to do? How do you want to do it? What do you want to? What do you want to tackle next? Tackle next. Uh, I suppose we could. We could do the. We could do the this week in football section now because that sort of ties in. With if that, you've and then got, we'll go through the uh, the predictions for next week to sort of finish us off, so to speak. If you've got um, if you've got if you've got football news to talk, we can talk. What I will say is, although uh, Matt is not here right now, he has sent predictions. So if you see me head down, I'm just updating the book. Uh, what I will say is, I've done half of the week so far, and I'd already put my predictions in. I want that known. I'd already written mine down. There's no copying. Look. There's no copying. I will I will check that second half of the week. But at this point in time, I want it known. I'd already put my predictions down. Anyway. What I'm reading for that is uh, Andy 
he's spending considerable t- less less time looking for goal scorers now, is what he said. <laughs> oh, it's all right. First first game of the second half of the week. It's it's all right. We're we're good. So this week in football. So obviously, because it was international week, we might as well start there. So this was the final round of qualification. It's certainly in Europe. Um, for the UEFA-based nations for the World Cup in Qatar that's going to be played in November and December of 2022. So, so far, this is the list of qualified nations. So, we've got Qatar as the as the host nation. We've then got, I mean, what are the chances? Literally, as I'm, as I'm going to read the list, I'm going to pop-up that comes across the things. I can't read them. So, we've got Qatar as the host nation. Germany, Denmark, France, Belgium, all group winners. Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland, and the Netherlands are the other group winners. So, those are all the direct qualifiers from Europe or UEFA. The other two teams that have already qualified come from the South American section, which is Brazil and Argentina. So, from the European side now, I think it's eight teams. Or is it eight teams? A bit more, actually. I it's 12. 12 nations now going to the playoffs. There will be another six spots available for the UEFA teams. The seeded one-tie playoff, so the seeded teams will be drawn at home, and the unseeded teams will be the away side. So the six seeded teams in the playoffs is Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden, and Wales. The six unseeded teams that will be drawn to play away from home against those six teams is Austria, North Macedonia, Turkey, Poland. The Ukraine and the Czech Republic. So six spaces left, and the six teams out of those twelve will qualify to go along with the other group winners from the UEFA section that will go to Qatar. So it is just a straight shootout. Then there's no like semis and then a, a final. It is just the winner of that game, and that's it. Yeah, just a just a one-legged uh, a one-legged tie. The draw is scheduled to take place on Friday, November the twenty-sixth. What's that? A week on Friday. Um, Wales Wales are actually put in a decent performance, didn't they? As well, I mean, I, I don't mean to you know no disrespect to any of our Welsh contingent, but they they I think everybody would have expected Belgium to absolutely do them, and uh, the game was played out in Cardiff and. Managed a one-all draw. Whoa. Go on. I tell a lie. Uh, it, that's those are the semi-finals. Oh, so there is a there is an extra. Oh, so there must only be three more places that's for UEFA actually. So. Oh, that's that. Well, that changes things. Because I thought it was that the seeded teams and the unseeded, the seeded teams got obviously got the home tie, and then would go from there. But it says, do, 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 do. 
The six best ranked runners-up based on criteria that starts with them would go, uh, points, goal difference and goal score will be allocated to pot one and drawn in six semi-finals as the home team. Remaining teams are going to be drawn from pot, pot two for semi-finals one to six. There will be three playoff paths with each providing a World Cup finalist. Semi-finals one and two is path, uh, is path A. Semi-finals three and four is path B. Semi-finals five and six is path C. To determine which semi-final winner will play at home in the final, an additional draw will be held for each path. So obviously it's not as cut and dry as that. It's basically the so the seeded teams have all guaranteed one home tie, and then obviously it's, it'll be semi-final one or two will be drawn out as the home, the, the designated home tie for that path. If that makes sense. I'm going to uh, stick my flag in the sand now. I, I think it'll be Portugal and probably one of the other home nations that gets through um, as, as two of the three. I, I, probably. So you've got, so let's say all six of the seeded teams go through. So Portugal, Scotland, Italy, Russia, Sweden and Wales. You'd say that Portugal and Italy are pretty much kind of guaranteed a, a to go, well, unless they end up playing against each other. It's uh-huh. not stuff like the world champions are having to... Uh, sorry, the European champions are having to qualify for... Crazy, isn't it? Um, I don't know. that new guy took over. Scotland and Wales must kind of be hoping that they get the lesser of the unseeded teams and then avoid each other. Or potentially might just say, do you know what? I want to play like Scotland or Wales, to be fair. If they, if they can get through the first game and they go to the second, they maybe think of the teams there, they might be the weaker opportunity. So we'll see. Could end up being a could end up being a British playoff to get into the World Cup. So is that a job thing as well? Like where, like in the rankings when they play against England, like we had in uh, the Euros with Scotland. On paper, England you'd think would beat them. But actually, the players know each other so well from playing against each other week in, week out, various locations around the country, and the fact that it's Scotland, England, so everybody raises their game that bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, home nations play each other. But yeah, <coughs> hopefully they will, because it'd be nice to see like more than just England there to uh, sort of follow through the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, outside of. World Cup nonsense and uh, shenanigans. I suppose the main the main things that have been making the news is um, goings on in the championship. Actually, so Derby's points deduction has been finally ratified and upheld by the uh, by the EFL. Really? So they've now been they've now been docked a, a total of twenty one points in total. So that drops them oh. to minus three. On the current league standing, and pretty much, wow. pretty much guarantees the relegation. Pretty, like, you'd argue at this particular. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can still get out of it, but it will be very unlikely. Is what he's saying, basically, at this point. Yeah, but they are they are not the only team to have been hit with a point deduction. As today, within the last couple of hours, no less, Reading have been hit with a six-point penalty after breaching the uh, the EFL rule. Um, just trying to go into it to get more information. Dude. The, the bit that I'd seen said that it was a review of their accounts from between seventeen eighteen and uh, twenty twenty one, and 
they'd lost fifty-seven point eight million pounds, which uh, was almost forty million pounds over the threshold. No, sorry, eighteen point eight million pounds over the thirty-nine million threshold. As if they've got a thing to say, you knock yourself out, lads. Go and blow thirty-nine million quid, and you'll be absolutely fine. We won't, we won't, we won't bat an island at that. Like what? You do, you do wonder what a team at that level is spending that money on. Mm. And it has to be agents and stuff like that like for players. Agents' fees, players' wages, ridiculous. Like, it's just like it's the unseen costs that you never really think about. And stuff like that. It's crazy. I don't know what Andy's mouthing, but it's something to do, I see. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about marking the pitch lines, that was what he's talking about. Of course, yeah. <laughs> But bring it back to the teams on the podcast. Reading have had the uh, points knocked off, and are still four points above Hull. So yeah, just uh, if you could submit your uh, accounts now for the seasons before they started investigating you, just so that we have another fighting chance of getting you uh, a few more points on top. That would be most appreciated, gentlemen. Thank you. <sighs> Anything Speaking else? Uh, News wildly. Yeah. Speaking of teams down at the bottom end of the table, Barnsley have appointed a, a new manager, uh, a gentleman by the name of Poya Asbagi. Uh, he's gone in as head coach, not manager. Um, previously managed Gothenburg to a, a cup win in Sweden, um, having now replaced Marcus uh, Schopp, who got, how was it, beginning of November, I think he got fired. Um, but he's... The, the role he, he, he did hold most recently before coming in was the Sweden under-21 boss. So it's, it's a, I mean, a bit of a strange one, that. Like, they, was, they must have had, um, I think, I think when the last guy was appointed, I'd read that they'd both interviewed for the job. So they just kind of kept tabs on him until uh, it went <laughs> went wrong this time around. And uh, they, they brought him in pretty, well, pretty swiftly, but... I don't know if, I mean, Swedish under 21 boss to potentially League One next season. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have taken that, but um, I'd like to wish him good luck, but um, that's clearly for next season um, when hopefully they've gone down and we've stood up. And I'll keep banging that drum all podcast. <laughs> Couple of other new bosses. I don't know if, we, I don't know if, it, would, if it had been announced in time when we covered it last week, but um, so. Norwich and Aston Villa had both sat their managers. They both now have a new man in place. Um, one is basically a swap of sorts. So Dean Smith was the manager at Aston Villa. It was sacked. He has now taken up the reins at Norwich. So he's the new Norwich manager. And the new manager in at Villa Park is friend of the podcast, Stephen Gerrard. Now, at one point, there was a rumour that Frank Lampard was the man in the frame to get the Norwich job, which would have obviously sparked the uh, Gerard versus Lampard debate all over again, which would have been lovely for us to uh, follow, but sadly, that's not the case. So, yeah, two new managers in the Premiership. Uh, the only other thing that I've got is is a bit, bit like, it's not really... It's not really nice news, unfortunately. It's um, it's about a, a, a player who plays for Man City called Benjamin Mendy. Um, 
just at the just at the start of the season, after a couple of games, it came out that he'd been charged of sexual assault and rape by a number of women. And this week, um, he's had two more counts of uh, two more counts of rape accused against him, which now brings the total to six allegations. Sorry, six allegations of rape and one of sexual assault after initially being charged with five offences in August. So, it, it's it's obviously you don't want to sort of jump to any conclusions until someone's proven guilty and stuff, but it's not looking good for Mr. Mendy. Um, obviously, he's not not been a very sensible boy when, it's, uh, when it, it would appear in his... Uh, off the field antics, uh, so I have to keep an eye on that one and see see what happens with that. Uh, but I, I would I would hazard a guess as to say that his uh, his playing days may be uh, well behind him. Sorry. Any other news? Wants me out this week. Okay. Well. As we have come off the back of an international break, we dive straight back into lots and lots and lots of football. Six games to predict, but before we do that, we're going to take a teensy-weensy little break so that you lovely people can find out what uh, fantastic products we're selling this week. Obviously, do buy those products. It pays for me to not sit in this. uh, That's one of them. Uh, it's basically to not sit in the bunker for yet another week and actually get the podcast studio built at some point. Um, but, for right now, we'll be back in a minute. Don't go changing. Recording in progress. It's not wrong. Aren't they fantastic products? I've got one of each. But I get them for free. I'm sure I can get you a discount if you need it. Hit me up on uh, on the socials. I've got some discount codes for uh, for the for the for the top two at least. Um, so we've done last week and the dominant force known as Matthew Moore when it comes to predicting games, trying to take down Stuart Woodmancy. Take him down. Let's find out what this week's games look like. And uh, let's find out why it is that Matt has been able to copy my predictions even though he's not here. Anyway, to do that is start with Hull City versus another city. And I'm noticing a trend this week because the City boys are taking on a lot of other cities. This one is Birmingham. Birmingham. Uh, One second. Um, Hull City take on Birmingham City Stu will go last uh, right, just a little, uh, little result I'm going to just check if I've got the uh, just checking if I've got the older uh, the, the Covid or not um, anyway whilst uh, whilst we're doing that let's talk some, some stuff here uh, Stu you will predict last now then he may not be here but he has furnished with predictions um they are almost identical to mine, so it won't take long to get through them. Uh, Paul, do you want to kick us off? 
Uh, well, Birmingham played the Borough a couple of weeks ago and managed to uh, snatch themselves a 2-0 away win. I believe they may replicate that score this coming Saturday. Really? Yes. Okay. I would like to go for Dini. And it seems a bit early in the podcast recording schedule to be mentioning this name, but obviously I'll go for Hogan. Brother. I seem to recall predicting him to score a few weeks ago and getting laughed. <laughs> you say that, Stu. Um but uh, myself and Matt have gone with this prediction. Uh, 1-1, both of us. For Hull City, Lewis Potter to score. For both of us. And then uh, Matt's gone with Deeney. And I've gone with Hogan. So... <laughs> I saw it and I couldn't resist. I was like, little little taste of the wrestling podcast. I mean, that, that never happens on the football podcast from my side of things, does it? <laughs> so that just leaves well, you to tell us what's going to happen. Um, I sort of disagree with Paul and agree with you guys more in the fact that I have also gone for 1-1. I have also gone for Deeney to score for Birmingham. But I've gone for Matt, Matt's favourite Hull City player in uh, Josh McGuinness. Really? So it's either going to be an absolute shitload of points all round or nothing <laughs> for the first game. You say that it's his favourite player. But is it? Find out later in the podcast. What that does is it brings us on to our next game because we're just flying through them right now. Middlesbrough take on another M. Millwall. Paul, you will pick last. Um, and let's do it completely the other way around. Um, Matt has gone with a Desmond. Uh, he's gone Coburn and Sparrow for the Borough. And a Phobie and Smith for Millwall. I got more faith in the Borough. Oh no. So, Sparrow was injured on international duty. They don't know how badly. So, he may still make the weekend, just saying. It, it's alright. I don't turf- know if it'll sway your predictions at all. He, he's got turf toe, he'll be fine. Um, I was a little bit more in the uh, the Borough camp. 2-0. Crooks and Coburn to score. Stew. Not quite as in the Borough camp, but still a 1-0 win nonetheless. Millwall are one of them teams, though, aren't they? Where they're yeah. like, just, I know like, they have the reputation, but I 
figured it's going to be a scrappy game, so why not pick the thug to score the goal as well? So I've gone for Watmore. I'm very confused. I thought you were going for a Millwall win then. No, I said one. I said one nil to Middlesbrough. I mean, I know that can be quite confusing for a Middlesbrough fan, but um, oh, it's weird. It's a weird concept. <sighs> Speaking of the Middlesbrough fan, it's just you left. So this is the new manager's first game in charge. Oh, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a big Middlesbrough win. You'd like to think it'll come with that new manager bounce. He's had. A, he's had two weeks now to get the players in. Fighting shape, well, the players that have been there. Um, drill him in the way that he wants to play and stuff like that. Could be missing a few from my knocks from international break, so we'll see We'll see what happens. But I will go for a 2-1 win. Okay. Goal scorers. Tavernier. Stewie's convinced he's never scoring ever again. Um, he's got a bit of a habit of goal scoring defenders doesn't he because of the overlapping and stuff like that that they do so stickers down for Paddy McNair and for Millwall well George Savile used to play down the river dance didn't he so he's obviously going to get one obviously Now then, this leaves me in a bit of a predicament because the next game is Reading, Nottingham Forest. Obviously Matt would go last, but Matt's technically gone second. How do we deal with this? Well, well you give us you give us your prediction. Me and Stu do our predictions, then you read Matt's prediction. See, this guy, this guy, up here for thinking. Um, I like what Nottingham Forest are putting down at the moment. So I've given them the win, but only just. Going with a 1-2. Uh, Swift for Reading. And uh, didn't put Grabham down first for goals this week. I, uh, poured one, I poured one out for Matt and I put Lolly down. There you go. Obviously, I put Grabham down second because, you know, he's got to work towards them 60 girls uh, for the season. Um, Paul? Uh, I, it's Reading, you say? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, well, they've, they've come off the back of a six-point deduction, haven't they? So they'll be feeling aggrieved. Uh, but they'll have to uh, leave it until their next game to, uh, you know, try and get some sympathy for you, because this is going to be a 2-0 Forest win. Love it. Scorers? Grab and brace, obviously. Obviously. Worked towards those 60. Exactly. Stu. Well, not to book the trend, I have also picked a Forest win. However, I've also picked a 1-2. So, I've gone for Puskas for Reading. And, of course, you might as well already start writing Grabben because we've all picked him so far. And I have gone for Master Yates for the... Uh, the second goal. That's not his name. The Nottingham Forest fan not as hopeful as the rest of us. He's gone again in on a Desmond. Uh, Swift 
and what I believe is Aziz. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Huh? Um, no surprises, Graban, um, and everybody's favourite word to say, Zinkenagel. <laughs> so, that's the first half of the week in the bag. Brings us swiftly on to second half of the week. Middlesbrough's our first game. And they go up against the PNE Preston North End Bosch. Uh, in in keeping with the way it's been going, I put a score down. Matt sent a prediction. So, in light of what Paul said about Spora, it's a good thing that I put Middlesbrough one 0 with Spora to score. Yeah. Oh, well, if he misses Saturday, that just means he's, he's even fitter for Fresh. Tuesday. I mean, it's, it's nailed on, isn't it? Matt is like, I can't make it look like I've copied all of his predictions. So, 2-0, uh, Crooks and McNair. So, Stu, why don't you tell us what you think? Also, 2-0 to Middlesbrough. And I've gone for Payero and Coburn. Paul? As I uh, wipe the tears from my eyes as I'm so deliriously happy that everyone's all in on the borough. Uh, I'll also go for a 2-0 win. Love it. He'll probably try and rotate his plays in this like short space of time to see what he's got in the different sort of areas of the pitch. So I reckon he might we might see a what more goal. And I like what I, I'm picking up what Stu's putting down with his Piero shouts. I'll have him please. So in keeping with the way of doing things, we've got Nottingham Forest football. They're taking on Luton Town. To make it fair for the Nottingham Forest supporter who is not here, I will go in on mine. And as I was saying before, you got to love Zinkenagel. So 1-0 to Forest, Zinkenagel to score. Stu. I've gone for the 3-0 home win. Wow. With a grab and brace. And now for the third time that he's been mentioned on the, today's podcast, so it, it must come true in the Beetlejuice theory of things. Zinkenagel. Okay, Paul. One, one draw, please. Okay. Okay, um, no surprises. I am going to have to check the bunker for hidden cameras because Matt's absolutely gone 1-0. Uh, he did 
managed to stumble his way to finding a different goal scorer to mine with McKenna. All that leaves is the city, the whole city, taking on another city, Cardiff to be exact. I've predicted, match predicted, Stu, you will go last. So, Paul, why don't you, uh, why don't you kick us off? Get started. Yeah, start me yes. off. What? Well, uh, no, 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 no. I don't know if Cardiff have got a new manager in place yet. I mean, they're playing Hull, is that really important? Like... Could be vitally important, Stu. <laughs> uh, Nil one. I like it. He just like when you were totting up. Then was you just activating the randomizer? Like what is going on? Yeah, I've got this. I've got this app on my phone that basically just like when I've got no idea, I just, it just sort of like gives me what like a a, a, a stupid bet basically. <laughs> oh, that's uh, nice. <laughs> and in keeping with the ridiculous theme, I'm going to pick a goal scorer that I don't even think I've ever picked before. So, Q. The frenzied looking through Hull's lineup to find a name I've never said before. And of course, we are going to go for Jacob Greaves. Convinced you were gonna say the keeper then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. He's up from the he's up from the back for absolutely no reason whatsoever. <laughs> They've got a point in the bag, it's come to <laughs> in the last minute. Yet he's He's gone against the manager's wishes. He's 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 committing career suicide here. What's he doing? Oh, he's gone! What an absolute disaster! What an absolute disaster to it. So, I, I mean, you know, Matt's gone with a one-one. More. Wonder how he came up with that one. And uh, McGuinness. I've gone with a 1-2 with uh, Moore and Lewis Potter and Wilkes. Well, I would quite happily snap all of your hands off for those points. One point right now. Well, the basis I've gone for Cardiff 2, Hull 0. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come on. And you've so put uh, more down for a brace, yeah. And if Hull win, then we actually get real points from actual league things. Um, so yeah, Cardiff 2, Hull nil. I have also gone for more. And I've also gone for Harris. That's it. That's it. It's all. It's done. Six games predicted. Six games in the book. Six games in the bag. How many more times can I say six games? Let's find out. Um, we've done the news. We got that out of the way early. We've done the predictions. 
can only mean that all that's left here is any other business. <gasps> There's business! Yes! Go. So, whilst it was International Week, it was still ongoing games in Leagues 1 and 2 for those who weren't affected by the international call-ups. One of those teams is obviously Hartlepool United. Uh, they played on Friday against Newport County at the same time that England were uh, slipping five past Andorra. No, was it Andorra? Was it yeah. Andorra on Friday? No, Albania. Albania, sorry. Um, and sadly, it was Pulse's first home loss in nearly a year. It was a 93rd minute winner as well from Newport, which was very annoying. However, they followed that up with an FA Cup replay on Tuesday evening where they went to Wickham, who were in League One. Obviously, Hartlepool were in League Two. And uh, they managed to come away with a 1-0 win to progress to the second round of the FA Cup. And uh, in true Vince McMahon-esque situations, it was indeed the first time ever that Hartlepool United had beaten a higher-ranked team away from home on their own turf in a knockout competition. Or, or sorry, in, in the FA Cup. So I thought that was worth mentioning as uh, well played to pools. They now progress to the second round where they will play Lincoln City away from home. That's going to be a bit tough. But, on a side note, it is drivable, Lincoln, so... Might have an away game to go to on the 4th of December. Who knows? Any other news? No. Not good. That's it. Right there. Done. So, um, we will see you next week. There'll be a collective of these people. There might even be more people. Who knows? Uh, we will be talking about the games that we've just predicted and seeing who wins the week. But until then, like we were saying at the uh, at the break, not an international break, just an advert break, do buy the products and uh, get me out of this bunker. Until next week, we will see you guys then. Take care of yourselves. And, uh, yeah, see you then. Bye-bye. Recording stopped. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another week done, another week of games gone, and another week of games to look forward to. Big thanks to Stu and our wonderful host, Paul. And a big thanks to Matt for sending his predictions into us even when he couldn't make it. Big thank you to all you guys, especially if you're a subscriber. Wherever you get in your podcast, you can subscribe, and it's cool. You can also jump over to our website, thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there and drop us a line, either social media or email. It's all there. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. <laughs>